one of the big things futurist type people always talk about is urban farming. And I always thought urban farming is a horrible idea because if you look at like a real farmer, you can have like one farmer produce enough food for a hundred people. But with an urban farm, it's almost the exact opposite because you're doing everything by hand. So it takes almost like a hundred people to make enough food for one person. That's a little bit of a hyperbole. It probably takes like five or 10 people to make enough food for one person, just farming part-time by hand. Most of the urban farmers, it's usually like a job they give to like recovering addicts and stuff. So they only work a little bit. They don't farm like 12 hours a day, like a real farmer. So it does take a few of them to make enough food for one person, probably. And so the urban farm, it looked beautiful and it, maybe the air would smell nice and help your mood a little bit, but it's not a sustainable way to design a society because it's just too inefficient and not enough space. But then I figured out a way to kind of do it <laughs> to make urban farming make sense. So basically my idea is to have... Well, one of my previous ideas was I like the idea of tiny houses that are on trailers that you can move anywhere you want. And I also like the idea of, I called them modular skyscrapers. So you'd basically take a tiny house and you'd have like an empty shell of a building, like the vertical pillars, and you would like attach the tiny house on all four sides to these pillars and you could like move it around. Okay. Because my thought is it doesn't make sense to attach a house to the ground. It's a restriction of human freedom to attach yourself to the ground. And my thought was unless you're growing shit, there's no need to attach a house to the ground because you might need to move where the job is. Maybe you want to move next to your new best friend. Maybe global warming, you have to move. Refugee, you have to move. It doesn't make sense to attach houses to the ground. But then I thought for farms and for urban farming, right now all farms are attached to the ground. And so basically if the desert spreads to where the farms are or like a disease or like kudzu plants or some new bug that the pesticides don't kill happens or just a normal like a freeze spell comes, we just sort of bend over and take it in the ass. Like why do we design farms that way to put ourselves at the mercy of the earth anyway so my idea for urban farms and for futuristic farms is basically just like a giant flower pot that's the size of like a semi-truck so it can fit in the back of a semi-truck or on a train or in my modular skyscraper so you can just move it where it needs to go so that way how deep are we talking i don't know i think it only have to be a couple feet thick of dirt and then they have things called like hydroponics where they don't even use much dirt so depending on how they decide to do it and depending on the plant so i could picture like corn and like potatoes and grapes and things like that they could grow and you could put it in the back of a semi truck the corn on top of like three feet of dirt this flower pot just sort of slid into the back of a semi truck and then even some sort of plants that you wouldn't think would fit in a semi-truck like apple trees. When you picture an apple tree, you picture like a 20, 30 foot high tree. 
but they have near where my mom lives in uh, north of Grand Rapids, they have a orchard and they have these weird apple trees and they grow them like really close together. And according to my mom, the reason they do this is if they plant them really close together, there's no room for like big roots. So they can't get very tall. So they're only like as tall as a person, these apple trees. Okay. And they bend them too to keep them short. I call them castrated apple trees because I thought it was horrifying that they made these tiny little apple trees. But they would fit in the back of a truck maybe. So even like tree type crops maybe you could fit so in a truck. So you thought these plants and trees are in the back of this semi just for transporting them to where they're going to go for a longer period of time or they're just in the back of the semi truck from the beginning? Well, you could have it multiple ways. So you could have it always in the back of the truck. And in that case, you could have so like... Then the roof would obviously have to be glass. Yeah, a glass roof or a roof that you can open. And then uh, in that yeah. case, you probably you wouldn't need pesticides and you could maybe climate control it. And then other things you could have, like in the cities, there's a thing called the urban heat island effect where it's a few degrees warmer in the cities. So it would make sense to grow some plants. Like in New York City, you might be able to grow them, but out in upstate New York, maybe you couldn't grow them because it's cooler. And uh-huh. so you just take these giant flower pots that are the size of the semi-truck and you just park them somewhere in the city and that becomes the urban farm. And then my thought is, as far as farming them, you wouldn't need to have somebody do that manually. Instead of having someone manually farm or have like a giant tractor in a field, you could just run these giant flower pots through like a factory when they're ready to be farmed, like on an assembly line and some factory equipment. It could even be like in a grocery store or behind a restaurant could just, you just wheel in the flower pot and the robot that farms it and you could do this for multiple things like for aerating the soil in the spring and planting it in the spring and then for picking it in the fall just run it through a factory on an assembly line and have it do everything and then ship it to where it needs to go and you've uh you've put a lot of thought into this huh yeah some of my ideas are silly and some of them are actually detailed like this one um (laughs) so the thought is If you think of what a tractor is, it's almost like a piece of factory equipment out on wheels and it has to be like resistant to the weather and shit. So if you had the same functionality in a factory building shielded from the weather that does the farming, the equipment could probably be cheaper in the long run because it wouldn't need to withstand the elements. The uh, repairman would be right there. They don't have to go to the farm where the tractor is. So it's going to cost money to truck all the plants around but it's also going to save money in you don't need a tractor probably less chance of crop loss so you can move the crops if a cold spell is coming you could temporarily hide them in a building or like in new york city or somewhere you could find like some abandoned subway tunnel and just put them over the manhole covers where the sewage steam constantly keeps them warm and seasoned exactly oh and you this could reminds me of uh it sounds like your doomsday prepping is what it sounds like well, but yeah, so um, you could have some crops like you wouldn't want to do this for like every crop, like pave over all of our farms with parking lots and just park all of the the crops there. But you could have like some crops that are vulnerable to weather conditions or you want to take advantage of the urban heat island effect. So there's a reason to do this more expensive thing. And you could have crops that like migrate like birds. 
So like in Arizona, it's too hot in the summer and in Canada, it's too cold in the winter to grow crops. But you could put them at Arizona in the winter and then in Canada in the summer. Or you could have like uh, for like wine, like they need certain weather conditions. Otherwise, it ruins the flavor of the wine. This would probably be like the first application because if they can make like the perfect wine by like, uh oh, a cold spell is coming. It's going to ruin the wine. Let's ship the grapes somewhere and you make like the perfect wine. That'd probably be the first thing. Portable crops. Yeah. Yeah, I think the biggest obstacle is the space. Yeah, I mean... But I like where you're going. So, yeah, if it's enclosed, you might not need pesticides. Probably wouldn't use as much water because the water wouldn't be seeping into the ground. Yeah, it probably wouldn't work for a few years. But once they start getting more like Elon Musk, like electric Mm -hmm. semi-trucks, then it might make more sense because otherwise you're shipping like tons of dirt just to ship a few dozen apple trees. It might not be worth it yet. But in the long run... It would make sense, especially with like climate change and stuff like that. And then for the past 50 years, drunk people have been driving their cars into trees and plants. So now they can finally get their revenge. The mobile plants can run into people. (laughs) Oh, yeah. One more thing. There's a movement called farm to table or like locally grown. And the idea of that is you grow the crops at a farm that's near in the town where the restaurant is. But still, you pick the food. It goes in a bag. It sits there for days or hours before it gets to the restaurant. And so with this new system, you could literally drive the plants and park them in the parking lot of the restaurant and just walk over and pick them. So it would like be local farming on steroids. Like food snobs would be like... You pick the corn and it like sat in a bag. Ew. You'd be able to have food that like literally never touched a bag or never sat anywhere losing flavor for more than 30 seconds before it made it into the kitchen. I don't know if that affects the taste, but it would be good marketing to like (laughs) never have the food sitting around. Just pick it, serve it. Straight from the plant. Yeah. Oh, and another thing. The idea of having lawns is stupid, I always thought. It's effort with no reward, and it's just mindless conformity. But instead of having a lawn, you could just have them wheel one of these giant flower pots into your yard and park it there. So the suburbs could become like a farmland in a way, instead of having lawns. Yeah, everybody's just got a big pot in their yard growing whatever, rather than grass that does nothing for anybody. Exactly. But uh, that was my idea. Any thoughts? Eventually, I think we're going to run out of options once we've uh, destroyed the earth. Yeah. To your urban farming idea, instead of, you know, like full-size tractors, they would be like the smaller ones that are at like tractor supply or at Walmart, that size of tractor, and it, it would farm your little grid, basically, you know. Other than that, or the houses are actually the plant. The <laughs> one big living, like, coral, like a what would be a coral structure or something that, that sort of everything lives off of it. Like a gingerbread house, but not yummy. <laughs> yeah, right. And, of course, you got to turn everything in life into a poop joke, right? So your waste would be your house's food. If you fall asleep drunk on the floor, the house will eat you like a cat who eats a... 
Sure, it'll swallow you up at some point. Yeah, right. Like uh, Jabba the Hutt sort of stuff just sort of swallowed inside of him. 